Hello and welcome to my podcast, Conversations with Cornelius, where I, Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan, discuss, chat and hypothesize on all things from fatherhood, marriage, comedy and everything else in between. From time to time, there will be special guests, but mostly it's going to be me and some regular contributors, including my main squeeze, Noelle Patricia O'Sullivan, a.k.a. The Wife. So sit back, relax and enjoy Conversations with Cornelius! Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of Conversations with Cornelius! My name is Cornelius, and I'm having an unbelievable experience and conversation today in a kind of a magical, mystical place. Valencia Island. I'm inside a man's house here, and I'm looking out at a panoramic view of... What's that? Is that the Atlantic? Yes, the Atlantic, yeah. Port McGee Channel. Uh, and what's the mountain range over there? That is Cumanaspig, the mountain of the bishops. The mountain of the bishops. And there's a bridge connecting the island of Valencia, where we're on now, mm-hmm. to the mainland. And it is absolutely beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. And I'll tell you now, guys, today's episode is one that has been long in the making. Yeah. How many times have, have we tried? Uh, there's been a few WhatsApps, let's put it that way. There's been a few WhatsApps, <laughs> and through no fault of either one of us, they've always collapsed. Yeah. Um, but we're here today, all right? Uh, but before we get going into it, I just want to give a shout out to the West Cork Beer Company, my beautiful sponsors. The soap arrived. I don't know, Declan, have you, you don't have a beard. I well, highly recommend you growing one. Growing one. I just shaved it off yesterday. I had it for the last two months. Ooh. And uh, I, got, I, got, I, d- I got a kit, not from the West Cork Beer Company. But one of my, listen, one of, one, of my team, one of my team showed up with it and I was thinking, uh, okay, thank you very, very much for this. Um, but anyway, they're imposters. They're, they're trying to break into the margin. They can't do that. It's got to be West Cork the whole way. West Cork Beer Company. I don't even want to know of these yeah. infidels that are trying to set up a, a spuries. No, no, no. Uh, you, you obviously hated the product so much you shaved your beard off. Exactly. That's yeah. exactly what happened. I, I can't even see anything else apart from your beard, Con. Yeah. You know, well, thank it's you. just like a microphone and hair. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that, uh, that's me. That's my, that's my image. <laughs> They're soap arrived. They do soap now. Their soap arrived at my house last week. I had a bath. I haven't had a bath since 1982. Wow. I had a full bath. And I'll tell you one thing. Do you, do you take baths? I love, a, I love a bath once in a while, yeah. Fucking baths are unreal. Baths are very therapeutic. I put some lavender oil in. I brought down the West Cork Beer Company and I bloody, every crevice in my body was gone. <laughs> and I, I, I still think that, you know, I'm smelling great from it. So um, the next time you grow a beard, get on All right, we'll do it. All right, okay. Last week's episode was excellent. We had uh, Mike Morgan on talking about heat. Uh, shout out to Colm Tierney inside in Mallow, who... Um, was pulling me up on a few little things and we were talking about affirmations column and you're going to love today's episode because I'm sitting across from the king of affirmations um, uh, so you're going to love this shout out to you Donald Maxweeney um, was on talking sent me a few wa- we actually had a phone call myself and Donald he's a comedian from West Cork I don't mm-hmm. know if you know Donald Maxweeney mm-hmm. uh, had a terrible accident there a couple of weeks uh, about 10 or 12 weeks ago I had a very bad accident with his leg and he's oh. still in recuperation so shout out to Donald um, lads Thank you so much for all the likes and shares and the Instagrams and the, the tweets and the retweets and everything. Um, the, the, the podcast is just going great. And I just want to say thanks so much for all that. And keep rating and reviewing and subscribing. It all means the world to me. But I just want to move on with the episode now, guys. Mm. Because I'll tell you, 
normally we do a lot of flim flam at the start of episodes uh, deck they, they can go you know we could be talking maybe 15 minutes of complete that's bollocks. all that's all dom and tyke's fault though but that is dom and that Tyke's is fault. they just yeah. you know they take over like they take over they take over i've listened and i was like come on get the man a chance like yeah thank you do you know what man thank you i appreciate yeah. that and i i know that the yeah yeah i know they're that like right. the sopranos you know i watched a, an old sopranos episode there recently did you ever see the one where the uh, starbucks opened in the town and they go in there trying to muscle in you know and they're saying to the lads the manager it's like you know Maybe if you paid us every week, then a brick won't go through your window. And your man's like, I've got to pass it through corporate. They're like 10,000 stores. They're not going to listen to me. And the guys are getting frustrated because <laughs> they, can't, they can't. But that's what Dom and that's what they were like in that their episode. They just took the mics, took over. And then your man went off and had a sandwich. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> I was actually, I actually, I, I lolled. You know, yeah. the people text, lol, I did. I laughed out loud. Dom is, Dom is privy to fixing up some sort of a meal in any circumstance mm-hmm. you know yeah he'll have a sl- he's a slice pan in his backpack at, a, at all times good skin though for a fellow who eats so much bread great skin great, great skin. jawline as well great jawline yeah, yeah. check is that, out is Dom, that real? Dominic McHale's jawline guys if you haven't it's 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 like a it's like a cliff that could be your second sponsor he's he's actual jawline yeah Dom. <laughs> whatever company gave him the jawline <laughs> do you think it's real yeah well, look what, what we could do is we could possibly set up a kind of a, like a we'll have to talk to Dom about this yeah. but like kind of a touch Touch Dom's jaw for, mm. you know, sponsor, for cash. Sponsor jaw touching. Um, you know, whatever about the jaw, he'd some neck in him. Did you hear the stuff that day about James McLean and Liam Brady and everything? It was oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Oh, stop. He got, caught, he got caught with the pants down. <laughs> he got caught with the pants down. And I had to admit it to them as well in the same podcast. Like, yeah, well, look, to be honest, I haven't actually watched an awful lot about yeah. Liam Brady. But yeah. um, <laughs> I'm going to bring you onto the stage, man. I'm going to bring you onto the stage, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you now straight up, settle down for a phenomenally fascinating podcast here because this guy, this guy is uh, a gen- genuinely, in my honest opinion, a very, very inspiring character. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage, Mr. Declan O'Donoghue. Thank you very much. All right, Declan. Well, you did say I'm the king, so thank you very much. There's also an Elvis impersonator. Dick, how are you, man? Con, I'm really good. Um, I'm a bit warm. Are you? Yeah, the sun is shining again. Some of your clothes? I won't. Right, it's, not, it's not going that way. Uh, yet, yet anyway, <laughs> but I've only had my first coffee. You never know what could happen. Um, I'm good, thanks. Yeah, I'm excited for this. You know, it's true. It's, all of a sudden, it's kind of happened, and we've been, you know, we've been talking for a while. Um, there's a there's a there's a special spot myself and Con like to go to. It's up. It's called Brayhead in Valencia. We were up there one day for a hike and a bit of a meditation looking out at Skellig Michael and uh, I think that was going to be the site of this podcast an outdoor one like Derek Mooney goes wild <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, <laughs> instead of Derek you'd have me and Con and Con's beard is a bit wild today but um, three of us yeah you but me and the beard and, the, and only one of us is sponsored <laughs> your beard is more sponsorship he's than making cash while the two of us up there meditating I'm telling you yeah but um, it didn't happen and here we are and I love, I love us yeah it's, I'm looking forward to it now well I tell you it's and we will definitely get to this and you know and we'll potentially might do more podcasts down the line who knows oh yeah um and if we do i'd love to do it in that spot because that is a very very yeah. beautiful spot and you know you know all the great spots on this island mm-hmm. you're from mm-hmm. this part of the world you've always yeah. you grew up here june your wife was telling me there a minute ago about you know just even like random beaches that you you, you go that People don't even know that around the yeah. island. She was telling me one over at the far side. Well, Glen Liam people would know that, but there's other ones like my dad has a little punt, so you could get to ones kind of over in Port McGee near the cliffs and different things. Like you know, there's I, I, there was some girls checking into a B and B next door to mine the other night, and the people weren't there. You know, pure South Kerry stuff. Like it's like, hang on a minute, I know the owners, and I got out chatting to them, and within about 
two minutes they got a full rundown of all the best places to go and then I was like if the wind is blowing this way go to Reno. if the wind is blowing that way go to Bali are you serious oh like that's the way it is I mean you've got you know Begnish Island which is just off so like it, that's it actually look at my picture I have a picture on my wall so it doesn't go well on a podcast but <laughs> that's it there now that's it there now if you look at it, just have a look at Declan's wall and you'll yeah, see yeah you see the blue that's the sea and the, the brownie green stuff is the land but that's a big niche and I presume Bioginish like small island but that's a little small island off Valencia there's there's beach on the north of that the south of that and then over on the mainland you've got the White Strand so wherever you kind of fancy going there's a beach it's really good it's really good and our kids like um, it's now kind of a rainy cloudy uh, what day is today? Tuesday, and my daughter was down swimming before nine o'clock this morning. You know, so just to give the podcasters a, an impression of where, uh, like, we gave a kind of a loose mm. description of where we where we are now. But your house mm-hmm. is on the is that is that a tributary going into the Atlantic? Yeah, area, well, right? Valencia is an island, yeah. so um, your this is the Atlantic Ocean, but this little section of water would be called like the Port McGee Channel. So it's yeah. between Valencia and Port McGee. If you're coming, if you're if you leave Carcassonne. Um, most of the year, if you're dry, if you if you want to get onto Valencia Island, when you leave Carcassonne, you have to follow, you have to follow along by the 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 side of the mainland. We'll say because the in their um, in their wisdom back in the seventies, when they put the bridge from and it's 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 hard to believe actually that it's you know it's so recent really that this island was a, like a real real island. You know, it's it's got a, a land bridge now, but when or a, it's got a bridge bridge <laughs> when when they built it like they put it here you know it wasn't put any other way back along be renard or anywhere and it, it really has been helpful to port mcgee for example because everyone has to kind of come here to get onto the y- island yeah seven or eight months of the year yeah. you have to do that so i suppose that does that does help there's another little ring that goes off the ring of kerry as well they call the skelly ring so anyone who even when i was waiting tables in australia with june like we were we traveled for a year did the whole backpacker thing you know nice. we we didn't get the hat with the corks though my great maybe one of my greatest regrets you know that that's just because you don't like cork <laughs> oh good one good one <laughs> yeah we'd have some sort of a um a synthetic pr- thing around instead of cork but anyway um when i was over there i would tell people like if you're going to ireland go here go there but i was always say do the ring of kerry but Definitely hop off onto the Skellig Ring. It just it comes out into Port McGee, over into Ballinas Skelligs, and back around, and it's that's ah, stunning. Like I was, and we won't get too bogged down in geography now, just for because this is this. I think this is important because mm. I'm, we're in your kind of what what what's this? The the dining room come living room. Yeah, and it's so spacious. This house you built with your own hands. <laughs> um, Obviously, you had a bit of help, but like you, yeah. you, you were involved in the construction of this. But you can walk to the end of the garden and hop in to the sea. Yep. It's phenomenal. Yeah. It's, and like June was saying to me, oh, yeah, I, I, I went for a swim there the other day. And I was like, like, for me to do that, I, I'd have to get into my car and drive 30 miles, find a beach, hop out, go for my swim, mm. come back, drive myself, hop back into my car and drive back home. Yeah, we do, yeah. it's something you can we, do it in two minutes here. It's yeah, amazing. It's something we don't take for granted whatsoever, I can tell you, because we know that. I mean, I used to live in Newcastle West where June's from and it would be like Ballybunion was, I, was like, what? I remember thinking, like, how do people have to drive this far to get into the ocean? And I, I talked to somebody recently who lives up in Galway. They're from here. And she was saying, you know, I really miss like you, you kind of I think when you grow up here or it's probably the same for for West Cork and places like that anywhere on the coast, you kind of get your bearings from the sea a little bit. Um, and when you're away from it, I lived the only time like Cork City was still pretty kind of felt like you were close to the sea. Uh, I lived in Galway for a while. And I was in Barna, which was on the ocean. But when I went to Tatton Rye, I just yeah, there was like an edginess. I was like, ah, I have to get out to the ocean as much as I can. So 
yeah and Mar- you're very much that type of character like you, i know they you you have a canoe i'm yep. looking at your canoe yep. i've seen your instagrams uh, on what's your give me give me your instagram handle there oh uh declan mindset i think it is declan uh, at declan at mindset. declan mindset yeah so definitely 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 give declan a follow because he does stories where he's out in his canoe um just like pat, like and this is stuff and um, we're going to get into all this because this is the life mm. you have the life that you dreamed of now but there was a time when you didn't have that life and you felt these are convers- I'm paraphrasing you can you can confirm or not mm-hmm, confirm mm-hmm. but you you felt you possibly at some stage felt you were never going to have this life um yeah i think so i think um there's you know there's i'll, I'll try not to have as many like catchy phrases but there are certain things that that I, I absolutely believe in and one of them is that it's like you live you live two lives you're, you're living a life and then you start to live another life when you realize you only have one life you know and I, I've had a few wake-up calls and um, I'm from a family of five um, two three boys and two girls and and I got that 4 a.m. phone call one time from my mom unfortunately my my eldest brother James had passed on and he had a um, intellectual disability he went to a, a place fantastic place in in Beaufort called St. Mary of the Angels and you probably notice our, our, our mutual friend Bernard right. does does a lot of work to try and raise the profile of, of what a beautiful home it is for a so important place for families for the the residents themselves um, for the staff for the area but for the families as well what what solace my parents and I uh, and my, my brothers and sisters had that James was being so well taken care of and looked after in, in St Mary the Angels and um but anyway, I got that phone call at four in the morning, and you never want to get that. And unfortunately, he he did not wake up that morning. You know, it was very tough. But there was there was moments like that. Even even that moment wasn't a catalyst for for change. You know, there was several times where I've, I remember one of them actually. I, I presume you've quite a lot of Cork listeners, but I used to work in in a pub called the Crow's Nest. Uh, it's now apartments and I all know, that. I down drank in, in the Crow's Nest. Did I you? No, at the, right at the very end. Yeah. Yeah. And it is all apartments now, just at the yep. corner of uh, just before well, Victoria Cross. Right now, yeah, Kingsley's further out. Yeah, I saw you having a bit of an an steamy night away there in the Kingsley recently. Can <laughs> I didn't see all of it. Don't tell her. <laughs> Actually, do she was there. She was there. All right, just to remind her. <laughs> but um, so the Crow's Nest is right on Victoria Cross. Well, it was. It's now apartments or whatever. But myself in June. Actually, I met my wife there. You know, I I went for a job and. Said, you met ah. your wife up in a crow's nest. I met her. Sorry, yeah. I'm sorry, I sorry. Like, I'm being iceberg right ahead. <laughs> <laughs> if I only knew what a disaster we were heading for. Ah, for fuck's sake! I'm look. I man, I'm blown away. Just your house is amazing. I'm blown away. And there's so much love in here, and even like your mm. shout out to June now as well. Ah, yeah. What a beautiful, wonderful, happy, vibrant energy she has. I'm I'm going off now on a tangent, mm. but I do want I do want to. There is an energy in this house. There's no doubt about it. We we've got. We've got a lot of friends that come in here and, you know, some of them will take a few drinks to say it. And the other one, there's a really a very open guy. He's a very, he's a, you know, he's a, he's a kind of a deep character. I won't name him, but uh, we were on the sideline watching the kids one night and he was like, I have to say something about your house. And I said, what? And he goes, there's such a wonderful energy in your house. And there, look, there's a reason for that. I know we're going to be getting into what I do for a living shortly, but you mentioned about me building this with my bare hands. I, I probably contributed... I maybe I swept up one time. Can't no. <laughs> my friend Patrick built this house. Patrick McGill, a really good builder, and uh, I went. We sat next to each other in primary school, which we're looking at the primary school now. And my kids go there, so I remember we sat next to next to each other. We 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 ran together for Ivra in in the athletics and everything. It was cool that he built this house, but he did a great job. But no, I the way I look at it is yes, they did the bricks and the mortar and the paint and the wiring and the plumbing and all that. But this is a, a this is a. This is a, like a manifestation of just a, a man getting so. Can I swear? 
so no, fucking, fucking like so fucking obsessed with an idea um i got transfixed on an idea that my wife and i would have this home uh, we were living in my granny's cottage no chance of a mortgage and i really started listening and to why had you no chance of a mortgage well uh, just some bad choices made previous to that like i i can go back to when i was still 20 i think i had three and a half grand in the bank in the old irish punts mm. and i started kind of yeah i started i suppose living a little bit differently um you know going out college was I was really good at like I used to work in the butlers actually just down from um, Murphy shop you know in, yeah. in Waterville I used to work in the butlers and I always put money away and I was always very good with it but then when I got to Cork and I, I just started partying a lot and um, then I kind of fell behind a little bit yeah. um, and then I just I suppose I went into having a little bit of a loan here and a credit card there and it just added up Con, you know and then yeah. we got the kids on the scene and the Moses baskets and the this and the that and uh, moving wasn't helpful as well um, I'd worked as 10 years as, as an acupuncturist and I had a good clinic in, in Galway, but it was good for the customers and it was good for me to have somewhere to go Monday to Friday, but financially it wasn't good. It was break even, but Jesus, the results were fantastic. And I still love acupuncture. I still do it for family, uh, not so much family and friends now with COVID, but mostly for just ourselves. And it's great, great. Uh, it was a Corkman that actually gave me my first session. He took away seven years of back pain with acupuncture. So I, I became an acupuncturist con. I ran it. I did well, but when I moved down to Port McGee and then moved back to Galway. We were trying to like find a place to bring up the kids. And when I did that, um, that was costly as well. So I suppose we'd f- fallen into about cl- around 30 grand, I suppose, in debt. You know, I think there's a lot of people listening can relate. So it was no chance of getting a mortgage. Um, plus I was an aqua, aquapuncturist is what the manager of the bank said when I went. Now this aquapuncturist. <laughs> can I tell you, one of the best carryisms I ever heard uh, uh, when it came to acupuncture was a man rang me up one day uh, and what he tried to say was, Declan, I know your father and mother very well. I understand that this ancient um, healing art of acupuncture, which was formulated in China about 6,000 years ago, is quite effective in helping people to give up uh, their, um, their need for uh, cigarettes frequently throughout the day. Is that correct? That's what he wanted to say. But what he said was, How do Declan, I know our mother and father. Is that, what is it? Is the lumbar puncture good for fags? <laughs> and the thing is, I knew exactly what he meant. <laughs> is the lumbar puncture good for fags? And I was like, dude, it, it actually, yeah, and we got into a whole other conversation. It's funny you should bring that up because I was doing a bit of research on, I don't know, have you, have you heard of Google? It's a thing on... Like a corn, If you buy it at the internet, um, you, you get a Google with it. And I p- typed you in and I saw... You talking about this is going because uh, like I know you now and you're, I know you're stalking me, Con. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and I've got some incriminating <laughs> evidence. I've got a picture of you, man, naked, <laughs> and you look great. What can I just? What are, What are your secrets? Well, photo- well, Photoshop. <laughs> is, well, Photoshop. Okay, all right, okay. And then you can paint. That's on Google. Then you just paint the abs on. But I saw I saw you talking about as an acupuncturist, mm-hmm. right? I saw you talking about wanting to help reach a certain number of people oh, yeah. to get off the fags and stuff yeah. like this. And it just, a thought occurred to me, I was, I was like, so even when you were doing that as, as a mm. job, as an acupuncturist, mm. your mind was thinking about healing mm-hmm. and helping. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we've, we've, we've definitely deviated, right? Yeah. Um, and so the, I think so we, if we go back to the question, you said, 
why couldn't we get the mortgage? So I think my books as a businessman weren't great. My results for my clients was fantastic, um, but my result, my the, the the book work didn't add up well for um, one of the major banks. So where were where were you based? Uh, at this stage, we had moved to Kerry full time so from you're living Galway. In Kerry, yeah, you've turned living in Port McGee. T- living in Port McGee in your grandmother's cottage. Yep. Yourself and your wife. Mm-hmm. Have you any kids at this stage? We had three under the age of five. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow, like fucking goose pimples, man. Honest yeah. to God. So you're living in a grandmother's cottage. You've thirty grand in debt. You're married. You've got three kids. You're working in a biz- in a self-employed business that yep. you're saying yourself is is you're probably just getting by. Am I right in saying that? Like you're paying your bills. But yeah, no and like and June, June had June had a great salary. It's got nothing to do with her army. It was just I, th- I don't know. It was just circumstances. You know, different things. I mean, you know, there was other bits and bobs that happened along the way. I mean simple things but I remember I got really good advice actually from and she never knew she gave it to me it came through my brother it was my brother's uh, mother-in-law in California said to him like these are not the years for you and, and my daughter to kind of get ahead you know these are the years you just kind of look after the kids look after your marriage look after each other you've all your life to be making lots of money you know and that helped a lot because advice. it was really good advice because you know I did a lot of stay-at-home dad stuff I turned my clinic into a three-day week I had a clinic in Carsevine there uh, right next door to, to the off-license which was pretty cool which was yeah two types of healing in one <laughs> next to each other uh, but um I um yeah they were, they were my landlords actually really nice people but um I was going to say to you, so in the three days I wasn't in there, like I was looking at creating other sources of income. Um, you know, like for example, if if I was still an acupuncturist, I wouldn't have, I would have been on a COVID payment, you know. But I created multiple sources of income. I, I started studying a gentleman called Bob Proctor who talked about that, um, and I attracted like six sources. About five of them were kind of in harmony with with healing and with who I am. One of them was. Um, something I kind of got sold into a little bit. I was a bit naive, but that's okay. I, I soon, about four months later, decided, yeah, that's not for me. But that's it. Once you know, that's that's a line. I have a goal. I, I read every day. Sometimes I write it again. And one of the affirmations in that goal is um, that I'm so happy and grateful that multiple sources of income income flow to me in increasing quantities through multiple sources on a continuous basis. And I choose those sources wisely because I didn't have that last line. And when you're kind of thinking about multiple sources of income, you you can attract all sorts. Um, some of my clients um, that start working with me, I'll say that, you know, you when you start thinking on that level, you're going to start attracting all sorts. And just please put that in your affirmation that you're going to choose wisely and choose sources of income that are in harmony with you and your family. You know, you can't have a goal to spend loads of time with your family. And then that, that was this extra income I had, the sixth one I had was taking me all over the country and taking me all over the world. Um, and it's not in harmony with the personal aspects of my goal. My time at June, gardening, growing my own veg, picking the kids up, dropping them off, doing homework. Mm -hmm. None of that would have been possible if I was around the place, you know, shiny, shiny, you know, look at the selfies and the instas. So yeah, it's, it's really, it's amazing what you, you become what you think about for sure, but you got to get clear on what that is, what you want that to be. Well, I'll stop you there now for a second. Okay. Because we're Mm -hmm. painting a lovely picture here. Mm -hmm. Right. And where, where, where we're at now, is a good snapshot of of your life, your character, yeah. hardworking guy, mm-hmm. um, 
working since a young young man like yeah i used to like kind of cycle out to smugglers out to henry's place there down uh, down in um from uh, port mcgee yeah you'd cycle uh, to I, the smugglers i'd cycle or I'd, I'd hitch mostly um you'd hitch from here to the creamery and then there'd be someone going out to waterville and again now this is 15 16 miles away is it yeah, i think it's i think door to door it's something like 17 yeah to the from our yeah. house in port mcgee to the smugglers like yeah. so there's no questioning your work ethic there's no questioning like you know i like anyone who has Anytime I've ever talked about you in company, it's always, oh, Declan, sure, he's, he's a fierce, nice fellow altogether. <laughs> and, my, and, and my mother in law is like, she's like, oh, Jesus Christ, she's brilliant today. Yeah. And Lucille went over, or someone went over to him anyway, and they're raving about you. And I've never, ever, ever heard anyone speak ill of you in any way, shape, or form, which I always, and I'm sure there are, I'm sure people love me as well, like, you know, <laughs> behind my back. Um, shout out to me there, lads. <laughs> <laughs> but for all your. And you were always like that. For all your good points and your positivity, you still, like a lot of people in this country today, found yourself a little bit behind mm-hmm. and kind of going, Jesus Christ, I've worked all my life. And here I am now in my, my 30s. I've got my family. I've got mm-hmm. my wife. Mm-hmm. I'm staying in my Nana's house. I fucking can't get a mortgage. So my next question is, I want you to talk to me. You mentioned him already. How did you first discover Bob. Mm, good, good question. Um, so this was before we moved back to Kerry. We live in Nathan Rye, and I, as I told you, I had a cl- so I had a clinic in in Galway City, and then I came home and we tried out as June uh, give birth to our, our second child, Dylan. And you know what? We were back out in the smugglers. Actually, I, li- I like going there for dinner, uh, and it's nice because it was my first summer job washing pots there for for Harry and Lucelle. And um, you know, it's lovely to go back there and have a nice meal. And I was like, I'll go for the best steak. I'll go for the best. You know, it's like yeah. I get I get nice wine. You know, so um, I like spending money there and stuff like that but it's nice a nice feeling you know i loved my first job i loved getting my first pay packet you know a little br- little brown envelope with like a, i don't know how many it was that 170 irish pounds or something it was pretty good or no maybe it wasn't it was i think it was 75 pounds but yeah. but i was out of work for nine weeks ever and that was when we when we went to galway um we we uh, had done something in limerick we'd ran a pub for a few years belonged to june's um kind of family and then when we went to galway I was just getting my my clinic kind of, I'd been studying and training, I was getting my clinic up and running, and there was nine weeks I was on the dole, and it was, you know, it was a, an interesting time for me, but other than that, you know, I've always had some money coming in, I've always known where it's coming from, and I've, I think, I'm now 41 in a few weeks, but since I was 25, I'd say, look, I'm going to be my own boss, and that's it, it just, I I just made a decision, I, I you know, uh, to do that, and so between the acupuncture and um, now what I do, that's that's been it, but I also have other kind of sources of income as well, just in case anything is, if, you know, the acupuncture would be slow at certain times, then I needed other sources, so, you know, you can create passive incomes and, and different things from online and other ways of, of accommodation, different things you can do, so, but Khan, we were above in Athenry, and pressure was on a little bit, uh, because I had chosen to be out of work, but as a stay-at-home dad, you know what I'm saying. So that's not out of work at all. Um, and it was for it's just unpaid manual labour. I, I know. I, I like I like watching yourself and 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 the the boys as well. You know, I know you've been doing a good bit of it, especially with COVID. Um, you're more than welcome to have have a loan of them, my friend. <laughs> uh, I, I it was so funny last night. I, I went up for a few pints last night and. My brother-in-law, Carl, has two boys the yeah. same age as my two boys. Yeah. And the two of us were WhatsApping each other from the bedroom with her trying to get our kid. Yeah, he's nearly off there now. Oh, you're heading I'll, for I'll a scoop. i in half an hour, <laughs> five minutes later. 
and now he's awake again. Fuck this. <laughs> yeah. Look, listen, you go down. I'll meet you below. Yeah. He's, and then two minutes later, yeah, he's off. I'm on. I know. They're creeping you know? out of the room and the floorboard. <laughs> that one floorboard, and then it's all over. And then it's all over. Yeah. It's all over, and you're back to square fucking one. Yeah. And then and then you're kind of like, oh, do you know what? I'm kind of too. Tar- I'm kind of too tired now for appointing myself. You're getting the own, your own little bit of sleepiness going on, but I did it anyway, Con and. It was. I, I do think about my, about that James or something like grabbed me by the scruff of the neck and took me in this moment. Um, we had a little red Dell laptop. We we're above in um, sponsors Dell. We were above shout there. Out in to my sponsor, shout out to Dell. my sponsor Michael Dell and <laughs> Hewlett Packard <laughs> and John Dell. He's just a friend of mine. He gives me fifty quid every now and then. Uh, um, so Dylan, we'll get there. We'll Dylan, get there. we'll get there. <laughs> Dylan was sitting on the ground playing with toys but he was teasing the poor fellow and he was just crying and crying and crying and it was like one of those scenes from um eastenders you know the dad or mom is about to crack like and i i've told this story in seminars and people can relate to it i, I don't get choked up anymore but i used to uh, when i would tell the story but i almost like staggered to the island of the house we were living in and i just opened up the laptop went to youtube and i really didn't spend too much time on youtube um before and i just typed in positive mental health or positive mental attitude and i clicked enter and up popped all of these images of roaring lions and big muscly people lifting weights and all that. And then there was a skinny kind of a white-haired old Canadian guy. So clearly I have some sort of a, a fetish because uh, I clicked on that link and it was Bob Proctor. And uh, God almighty, he just Pulled spoke. up your pants and you He just play. spoke to my son. Yeah, my son was on the ground. Yeah, very, ta- very tasty kind. Yeah, okay, come on, right, come on. Okay, okay, okay. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Yeah, right, can, we edit, can we edit that bit out? <laughs> but um, so yeah, I, uh, I started watching it and I... It was very, very quick turnaround. I just couldn't get enough. And then June, June would come home. It's like, at the moment, there's this amazing band, Greta Van Fleet. Have you heard them yet? Uh, no. They're unbelievable, Did you right? send me a link to them, actually, a couple of weeks back? I could have, I yeah. I think you might have. But in our house, like, the kids, June, everyone's here. I keep playing their songs over and over. That's what it was like when I started listening to Bob back in... Tw- it was 2013, actually, Con. Uh, we only had the, we had the two kids. Layla was a little bit older. Dylan was just a baby. So and who is I was. Bob? Who is Bob? So Bob Proctor would be considered like a leader of personal development, you know, of especially the whole concept of like the law of attraction, which became a big kind of a, a soundbite um, in the mid early noughties because this movie called The Secret came out. But I didn't know anything about that or Bob featuring in that. But I started watching some of his older lectures from the 70s and 80s and it's still relevant today. I mean, he's talking about the Wright brothers from 100 years ago and how... They were told that, you know, they'll burn in hell. Their father was a pastor and he's like, you will burn in hell for if if God wanted us to fly, he'd have given us wings and all that stuff. Eight million people at any one time are in these um, aluminium tubes, like or aluminum for our American listeners to Con's, uh, uh, to Con's podcast. We have aluminum. a very strong American Go listenership, on. genuinely. Five percent of this podcast are Americans. Well, aluminums. Aluminum? They're, they're in aluminum uh, aluminum tubes. Eight million people a day, on average, are flying around the world at any one time, suspended in the air because the Wright brothers, the bicycle mechanics got an idea that, you know what, I, I think we can get something flying. They flew for 14 seconds, and then they were like, well, if we can fly for 14 seconds, we can do more. That type of thing. So Bob's talking about that in an old lecture. He says, I mean, look, nowadays you can get a piece of paper and you can shove it in a fax machine. And an hour later, it pops up in Auckland, New Zealand. And, you know, it's still okay. That's a bit of a, a, f- a funny example now because we got picture messages. We're like, oh, for God's sake, it's a five-minute video, so I can't send it instantly to Mozambique. You know, like we're, we're, we're first critical now. It's like... Oh yeah, yeah the but Wi-Fi is poor. The Wi-Fi is poor in this airplane, yeah. you know, in my device that I'm flying 500 miles an hour in, like you know. My, net, my Netflix is a little laggy. You, you got it. Yeah. So Bob 
just spoke to, I, I, I always I like the way that came to me it was those words chose me one day I was like he spoke to my soul it just felt like I was waking the F up for the first time ever uh, I went down to a pub a Glynn's pub in Athenry and I was having a Guinness and I was just honestly just trying to contain myself it's like you found the secret to living and I text two of my old buddies um, from Cork and I text them they were still living together at the time and uh, they're all married off now they all, all got fierce grown up like ourselves can and I text them and I goes lads I've discovered the meaning of life and they says uh, I don't know what you're smoking up in Galway but send some down here to Cork <laughs> so it's something along those lines but it was it really was like it was like I just wanted to go around and tell the world you know um, so, that's so what, this you was saw this you saw this YouTube you typed in a positive mental attitude something, like something along those lines and um I know all these mode because I mm. tell you what I listen to motivate particularly when mm. I'm writing. Mm. But I I love to put motivational, non-lyric music in the background. Mm-hmm. It lifts my energy. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It makes me just concentrate a lot better. So I can see how you could be doing that. Well, what is music? Like music or freak? It's frequencies. It's, frequencies. it's vibrations. Yeah. You know, if you if you look at a slow mo of a, a guitar string being plucked or a piano string, the vibrations. You know, so Tesla said it. If you it, it, as, as soon as mankind starts to study frequencies. Um, frequency energy and vibrations will achieve more oh in a God. year than we have in the previous century uh, and it's it's very misunderstood and a lot of people are not dealing with it uh, i was uh, putting dylan to bed last night i was uh, just on like tiktok and i was looking at the video and there was this guy in dublin and he was spouting so much bullshit about people into chakras and shoving crystals up their hole like they don't know what they're talking about do you know what he can have his results can yeah. i live in my dream home yeah. that was an infecting possibility yeah. i have a team of 20 people that was an impossibility they're all earning a good money um i have a, a client base now this was a feckin impossibility and i i don't care anymore about skeptics they can keep their misery and their bullshit results if they want but yeah. i think mocking people now for stepping out of their shadow it, this is so good for mental health like when you when you start taking responsibility you might not be entirely responsible for where you are in your life but when you understand that there is thousands of people gone before you that are saying you can do this you can do that just get it into your mind hold that image in your mind don't think that you failed along the way. You, you don't know what you're taking out of your way if you fail. Keep going one day at a time. And you know what? It's like the sky does clear. The sun does come true. And there's little serendipitous moments. There's little things. People call it law of attraction. I think it's, Bob calls it a secondary law. I'm starting to think it's a, like a tertiary law or something. Because once you get your vibration sorted, and how you get your vibration sorted is you get clear on your vision. So I think imagination is like a human superpower. I like watching the Avengers and things like that. But I think every single human being doesn't have to be ripped in some some Hollywood superstar like with a with a jaw like Dom's. You know, we have to <laughs> we have to shout out to Dom's jaw. Or a beard. Euro, lads, if you or, want a beard. <laughs> or a beard like Khan's. But twenty euro if you want to. Twenty euro touch my beard, put your fingers through it. Every single human being has a superpower. It's imagination. And you imagine and you dream and a lot of people like I've, I've had a really good call with um do you know the way that's said a lot nowadays a lot of people ask me and they you know they just yeah. came up with it but a lot of people have said to me yeah but okay i'm 55 i can't play for man united now why anyone would want to play for man united i don't know well, but I, you, I, I, you know, I probably could if i wanted to you yeah, know i'm only yeah. 44 if i lost a bit of weight yeah you know put you me look in like there, you put actually, me in if, hole, you, if you, you lost know? a couple of pounds you'd look like the bulb off luke shaw Myself and Shaw, yeah. myself and Shaw, marading down the, what, is he yeah. left or right? He's on the left, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay, probably, yeah. anyway, go on, sorry. But yeah. anyway, um, for United, but go of on. course you could, 
But you don't have to be like you don't have to be like one of these fictional characters to think, oh, you know, it's only superheroes of powers. Every single human being, and anyone listening to this can go, oh, not really. But you do it in the most most mundane things. You see an image of what you're going to wear, then you go to the wardrobe and you get it. You look for it. You you look past all the other clothes items and you find that hoodie you're looking for. Or you know, you've somebody like we had a lovely risotto two nights ago uh, in a neighbor's house that we were invited for dinner. Myself and Junie. I want to make the kids love this chicken and mushroom risotto. So now I'm already thinking about it. My body will be taken to the the Eastern European shop in town. He's got lovely dried mushrooms. I'll find myself getting nice organic chicken. I'll get the rice. But I get an idea into my head. I made the decision it's going to happen. And it's for the mundane and it's for the spectacular. And there is so much evidence. And now there's it's actually categorically like evidence of it with the likes of Bruce Lipton, Dr. Joe Dispenza and others, they're wiring people up now just to kind of say, okay, you want the science? Here's the science. And they're proving what it's doing for people's physical bodies and of course the lifestyle stuff. But I, I predominantly work on, I think people kind of sign up with me and start to l- listen to me and work with me and study with me every day because of the mindset but they don't realize how much this is going to help their physical body as well, their confidence, their marriages, their relationships, their contribution to society. People, when you become a clear thinker, um, it's it opens everything up. It opens everything up, and and we've had chats about this, mm. and, and and I've had and I've discussed on the podcast. We've had large monologues. Well, we have, yeah, yeah. I do a monologue, then you do a monologue. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's yeah, but it, but I'll tell you those. The way I prefer monologue sometimes, right? Because sometimes when I have a point, or if I think I have a point, yeah. I'll start talking, and I can change my mind because of the rationale I'm making midpoint, yeah. and end up contradicting myself at the end. But then knowing that I was wrong, and knowing uh, having a new point mm. of of um, of I suppose a new point of view mm-hmm. completely from it, and I I think what you were talking about the haters there a minute ago, I think. It all comes down to me anyway. My, my view of it is subconscious programming and we're programmed from a very, very young age. Mm. Uh, our parents program us, our school teachers program us, our, our television, the radio, everything mm. that you experience is put into the bank of your subconscious mind mm. and it only holds a certain amount. And when you're, and this is a shout out to, I was talking to someone about this last week, um, the law of attraction, and that's what I want to talk to you about mm. next, mm-hmm. is um, I was talking to someone about this and he said, he said to me that he had tried it. But he goes, look, it just fucking, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't be fucking looking into the mirror telling myself I'm a winner, you know, I, 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 and then I kind of gave up on it. And that hap- that has, that's my experience with the law of attraction. Yeah. For I'm, I'm practicing it maybe 12 or 14 years now, mm. and I've gone through periods where I've been great, mm. and I've gone through periods where I've been absolutely disaster. But as I said to this guy, and I'll say it again, and I know you're going to, c- to confirm it, it's just perfect practice you have to repeat the practice has to be mm-hmm. there it has to go into routines you have to work on yourself you have to set a, uh, set time for yourself uh, get your thinking clear write down your goals in the form of an affirmation um, and focus on that and and make it a priority in your life if you want to change where you are otherwise you're going to be a hater you're going to be shoving crystals up your hole <laughs> you're going to be laughing at who does that fucking bollocks think he is mm-hmm. English Almighty? Yeah. You know? uh, but the fact is you're now nearly 41. You've moved out from your grandmother's house mm-hmm. with your three kids. We'll get into your company in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, but you are now living in the dream that you had fantasized maybe five or six or seven years ago. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean you've stopped dreaming. Mm-hmm. Your dreams now are bigger or different, you know. But you, yeah. ha- you, you, can, you can do these things 
if you believe in yourself mm-hmm. and if you follow the rules and that's go- that's my or follow the laws and i just want you if you don't mind to give me your own kind of your own definition of what the law of attraction is mm-hmm. to you and how you've implemented it in in an example how you've implemented it successfully in your life oh thank you con yeah um i i'm glad you changed it from rules to laws there are certain rules to follow but the the law like we mentioned about aviation like aviation is where you know i don't know how what the arguments are for homo sapiens and how far back we go you know i mean um let's i don't know how many hundreds of thousands of years as evidence of, of mankind or humankind but we've been flying i think it's just over a century is it uh is, is it more um is it maybe 120 130 years before that that was we did we didn't conquer the skies in a sense but f- to get that we we learned that if you propel items at a speed and you've just got this aerodynamic shape that you lift them off the ground so the human race the human the human thing overcame a natural law a law of gravity everything that is heavier than air would be pulled towards the center of the earth a feather a pencil anything you drop there is a law of vibration and a law of attraction and i don't give a crap again if i don't why i'm mentioning haters so much today maybe you know what i'd, I'd a bit well, of al- okay though i had a bit of alcohol on sunday it's tuesday i think some of it still it makes me a little negative i think some of it's still running around my bloodstream because i don't drink that much anymore but i did and uh yeah let's let's leave them aside let's think about all the people who've changed their life in an incredible way over the last uh number of years these these wonderful friends of mine now not i I see all my clients as friends i think i could call any one of them up and and hang out with them for for a few hours but so can before like that gentleman that tried it i often say to my clients let the tries let the rugby players do tries you know we don't try now we do it and no one's going to do it unless they desire the result that they want so he might have been affirming for a particular state you know i'm confident i'm disciplined you know he might have been looking for an attribute or a trait that he wanted to make part of his life but i don't get anyone to do any affirmations or anything until they've spent a good week or even a fortnight or more getting clear on one question what they want what do i want yeah, yeah. what do i want not what do i want my wife to have because that's so bef- like i'll try and stay on i know i've gone off tangent a good bit today this but cool. this is but cool. all i'll say is that some of the, the 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 catalysts for me was you know i watched bob first of all and then for about two or three years i watched him i did the the shelf help type personal development bought the book read it put it on the shelf um listen to bob listen to the stuff that you like to listen to you know um you can live your dream, you know. Da, 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 you know the big, powerful music and the and the the speeches, really, really well edited videos. But that was almost cause, causing more frustration because I wasn't getting the results. And then I watched. I would look at people like Donald Walsh, God rest him, that young man from Tralee, who, you know, he spoke so eloquently about. You know, he says, "I don't have a chance. I am definitely going to die." But there's other people, you know, they have a chance and they're choosing to die. And you know, instead they're dying of and, slowly. And, yeah, well, in a sense, yeah, I think he was maybe referring a bit to suicide as well in that interview with Brendan O'Connor. But oh. there is that one. There's the your wonderful Cork lady uh, Joanna Reardon. Uh, I used to look at her as an inspiration. You know, born without limbs and look at what she's doing with, with her life. Mark Pollock. The gentleman that walked to the North Pole and then he he uh, broke his uh, back, his spine, isn't it? And he's quadriplegic and he's donating his body to research. And I'm looking at these people and I was d- motivating myself from a very negative place. Look what they're doing and look what you're doing, you prick. You know, you're you know. Well, so the that comparison is the thief of mm. joy. Mm. And yeah. and anytime you're and I see this myself in my own world. Anytime I'm comparing myself to anything or anyone, yeah, 
I lower my vibration mm. and I feel negative emotions towards the person I'm comparing mm-hmm. or the thing I'm comparing. And it's, it, I, I personally will spiral then. Or can, But lately, within the last couple of years, I may, one thing that I'm good at, or at least I, I like to think I'm good at, is acknowledging when I'm spiraling yeah. and spotting it quickly yeah. and readjusting. Sorry that happens through discipline, you but know. It is being a discipline, and yeah. it is, that's the law of attraction, which is because I have now a clear vision of what I want or yeah. who I want to be, mm-hmm. and because I have affirmations that fit that vision, mm-hmm. and I I work on them and I repeat them in all. Like I sing them, mm-hmm. I, I I I sing them, I shout them, I I say them silently, I write them down, mm-hmm. and they they they're, they're ever evolving as well. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously you'll have your main one. Uh, your, like my main one is I'm abundant with joy for my mental, physical, and spiritual health. Our inner zenith, ensuring that I am happy, healthy, and hilarious. My joy, all, uh, my joy uh, expands further through my work with my podcast. Mm. This podcast attracting millions of downloads, allowing money to flow easily and frequently to me. Mm. And when I say it, I'm saying it there now in a way that I would say it to myself. Yeah. You pick it up. But look what happened to you when you said it. You're for the the people who are who are obviously not watching here now. But your eyes lit up. I my my the corner of my mouth went up, and the, the, the corners on both sides. We both started smiling. You started moving around in your chair. Your voice got faster. You changed your vibration. That's it. And for some reason, I mean, on a very basic level, you know, if you're if you're listening to this now and you're driving down Douglas Street or whatever, and you know, if I said, look for the red car, look for the red car, look for the red car, you'll see red, 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 red. If I said, you know, look for a black car, you'll see black, 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 you know, or if you have a, if you have a feeling, you know, my mate down the roads after getting this car, I'd love something like that. I'd love a seven-seater. Do you know what? I'd love to say, all you see are seven-seaters. Um, is it the reticular activating system or something it's called? But that's that's how the I believe the law of vibration works. But I don't think anyone should try the law of vibration and the law of attraction until they're so clear in their wants. And that's what people, they're, they're blank, you know. There's these really dressed, well-dressed people coming into my seminars around the country. They put this very expensive handbag on the table and they'd look great. And I say, good evening, everybody. I have a question what do you want? And I go silent. And it is the tension. It's like, oh, ah. People have not asked themselves that for the longest time, mm. you know? Um, you guys, yourself uh, and herself, have just all of a sudden, you know, we're moms and dads now. We have responsibilities now. You, like, you have time for each other. Do you have time for your goals and dreams? I know you make time for them and I know you have an interest in it, but the masses don't. Like the majority of people, it's Monday to Friday and then we'll do this at the weekend. And I love that, you know, I'm doing a masterclass this week as we speak and my Facebook group called Thoughts Become Things with Declan O'Donoghue. Thank you very much. Please check it out. Um, no sponsor. Hey, where, where else can you follow <laughs> your stuff? But we'll get on to you. Uh, I know, I know. I know. a big shout out on all that. I know, that's cool, it. that's cool. But what I'm saying, Con, is in that group this week, there's 2,000 people in the group and there's probably about 100 watching on, but I'm giving five days of my best stuff and i like, this is what you do, this is what we do on a daily basis so this morning well I've watched I've yeah. watched those groups in action yeah. I'm a member of that group yeah. and I've done a, a Bob Proctor course myself and I, I Bob for me you know you know for me it's Abraham Hicks mm. is is mm. who resonates with me yeah. but they're teaching these laws are universal so they're Correct. teaching they're teaching these laws in their whatever voice that yeah. is coming out um, but your group is I've often watched these master classes because they're free, which yep. is brilliant. Yep. Uh, and then if you, obviously, if you want to go further, then you'll, you'll have you to pay invest for it, money, which, yeah. is, mm-hmm. which is you're investing in yourself. Yep. Um, but the, I'll, sometimes I'll just dip in and dip out because they're just, they're inspiring and they're, mm. the in, they're information packed and you break it down because a lot of people do associate 
personal development personal development or even the law of attraction or any of that kind of stuff with, with kind of a little bit of wishy-washy a bit yeah. snakes snake uh, snake oil salesman kind of vibe yeah and it couldn't be any further from the truth yeah because you've you've mentioned plenty of ex- of like even with the Wright brothers there you tune your mind to something mm. and you can do anything and yep. I'm, I'm a firm believer of that you can mm-hmm. like obviously someone will say well why aren't you fucking why don't you have your millions of podcasters or you know why aren't you living yeah, well, in your castle and everything I'm, I am living June, in my dream life June made a shepherd's pie yesterday and she said to me um, have we spuds and I said but of course and I got on my flip flops and I walked out to the garden and I dug them dug him in with my, with my hands and pulled out Lovely curpings, and we we had them last night. But grown if she, from your own garden, yeah, they're just outside. If she, there was a bag of organic um, um, potatoes from one of the major retailers in the country that you know began in Germany initially. One of those retailers, <laughs> both future sponsors of this both podcast. future sponsors of both of our multi <laughs> multi million de- dollar deals. I have I have free spuds for life. <laughs> but anyway, uh, the the spuds started to sprout and I just cut them in half and stuck them in the ground and that's they're lovely they're really nice but what I'm trying to say is if June asked me for potatoes two two months ago I wouldn't have been able to do it you know why don't you have your million podcast followers well you don't get it overnight you know um, you work towards it of course you Cristiano get... Ronaldo didn't just wake up one day the best player in, in the world he started working on it over time he yeah. perfected his, his craft and his art so yeah, that's that's. And when that's, you love something, Dick, right? This is when you when when you're doing something that you absolutely. Yep. It's not work. No. It's, it's not, not work. work. Then it's like, uh, I, I can't remember who said this now, but like, um, the, and I'm paraphrasing. But if you wake up in the morning and by the time you go to bed at night, you do everything that you've just wanted to do on that day, you're a success. Yeah. And I don't know who who said that, but that that has often just resonated with me, and I think. That's the that's the thing that people are afraid of. They're afraid of, of of taking that chance or making that risk or or making the steps, or taking the steps required to get to to that end goal. Yeah. And um, that's why I'm really proud of the of the master classes because it gets people to really test drive it. You know, I used to drive a zero seven Corolla. Uh, nothing at all wrong with with Toyota, but I used to drive a zero seven Corolla o- out, out into out into the uh, the Volvo garage in in Tralee here, and I would test drive. Uh, a brand new XC90 um, regularly enough you know and I get my clients to do that as well we talk about the law of vibration uh, I've gone up um, on stages so I woke up in the middle of the night in Toronto uh, I was ho- hoping to be um, getting this award I was right up against it there was some other people like I was working by myself at the time I didn't even have uh, an amazing assistant which I uh, I got soon after but I went down the middle of the night, down into the conference center and stood up and I did my acceptance speech uh, to an empty room. I was kind of wearing like shortened pants and a pair of shoes, but the, I, I went to the conference center. I put myself in these places and I ended up winning that particular competition at that time. But I was really up against it. Even at that time, a couple of the people who were kind of ahead of me, they had their own team, they had secretaries, they had sales teams and everything. They were flying in a jet uh, from Toronto to Vegas for a night and back. And I said, yes, I'm after getting the competition out of the game. I manifested them up in a plane. Feckin' plane and Wi-Fi. So they were doing selfies and they were, like, they were doing really well. They were growing their business up in the sky. But I used to test drive that car. June was like, will you 
not be bothering that poor man. And I says, no, he's not going to be too bothered when he gets a big commission check in a few years' time. Um, I used to go look at houses in Killarney, houses in Tralee, with every intention of buying them without even a mortgage approval. Um, I don't just write down and look in a mirror. I ex- I go out and experience it. Um, Feel it, touch it, live it. You got it, yeah. Do I really want this? So you got to be patient. Like out there now, we've got um, garlic, red onions, white onions, beetroot, potatoes. Um, You've got... Salmon and cod. And <laughs> I'd like to think of that. You know, I say whatever, whatever. Like yeah. you can feed yourself yeah. from where you're living. You've, you're yeah. growing your food. Well, we pick scallop and we pick shrimp down there, and then we get mackerel and pollock in the boat. We don't, you know. So there has been times, like I mentioned, James passing away. There was all the boyfriends and girlfriends in the wags. We were all around, and we had been. Everyone in the community had been bringing us, like you know, the local shop sent up a big roast beef and all that stuff. You know, like. The place was amazing. And then, uh, you know, after that, uh, that dies down after a few days and you're back to your quieter house then. But they were all sitting around and mom and dad said, look, we're going to bring you for dinner. And I said, let's not. I said, you know what? We went down, we dug the spuds and the carrots and my brother took the gang out and they came home with loads of pollock and mackerel. And I think we had two tins of beans. Uh, shout out to the bean manufacturers. But we had two tins future, of beans. Future sponsors, <laughs> future sponsors of this. <laughs> We had Heinz and Bachelors. We had one of each. Yeah, they're, but they're going they're, to be fighting for it, but we'll do a, we'll do a, we'll do a deal. Bidding war. Bidding yeah. war, man. So um, we, we, we fed 16 people for the price of uh, two family-tied tins of beans. Everything else was grown in the ground or swimming in the sea. Very, you know, that's the po- that's a possibility. So, well, that's this our world that we live in is designed yeah. to do that for us. Yeah. So with I'm with the law of attraction, the law of vibration, con, it's got to be once. You got to really want it, and then yes, you start thinking about it a lot, and then. I would say choose your audience very, very wisely. I would work closely with someone who's in harmony with your vision because everybody's a naysayer and I'm not being mean to them. <clears throat> you could be going to bed with the biggest naysayer every year and they don't mean it either. Like what I'm trying to say is when you, if you go telling all your mates, I'm going to change my life, you're inadvertently changing them too. So love your mates, love your husbands and wives and mothers and fathers, but you should choose your audience wisely. I think one of the things I call my company, it's, so it's Declan O'Donoghue Consulting, but the, the school of which they study in is called the academy, the academy of thinking into results. They think about the results they want and work back from there. But we give people this online community, we're in their WhatsApps, we're, it's, they've got such a support network around the country of people who can just go, okay, finally, I found an Irish tribe, I found a guy who's into this, he's not full of shite, he's, you know... He's lived he, it himself. And he's I talk about himself. it like the garden, the fish... The, the shed outside, like this this house does have a wonderful energy because I do believe it's it's built on belief and faith. And, you know, this wall here, Con, actually, there's a, a wall that looks out at the ocean. Well, the, the, it holds up these, we've got really big windows. So there was a, a thin enough wall to allow for these really big windows to look out onto the ocean. So Storm Callum came along in the November 2018, I think it was. And he knocked that and it was like a dominoes. Storm Callan knocked that, that and that section. And before I got out of bed that morning, um, I wasn't getting out of bed as early as I do now. I was getting a load of uh, messages. Oh, Deck, I think there's a problem with the, with the site. Because, you know, anything happens, you can see it. Like the whole village is looking across here. It's, it's a very prominent kind of a building. But I walked in here and I looked around and I was like, well, this has obviously happened for a good reason. Like that's, that's my instinctual belief is that something has happened for a reason. Like we were, we were expecting a delivery of stone today for the shed and it, 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 didn't, it, it wasn't here on time. And then other people might have seen that as a negative, but I would have seen that, well, there's some good reason for that. There's a reason that that didn't happen Saturday or Monday morning first thing. There's a reason for it. And I see that with failures. If I, if, if I try something new and it doesn't succeed, who am I to say that's a bad thing? Like we have been conditioned. Fear is bad. 
Worry is bad. Doubt is bad. Uh, that, that scared gut instinct is bad. Sometimes it's just helping you to refocus a little bit. Sometimes it's helping you to go beyond yourself a little bit, which is a good thing for maybe a month down the line. What you've learned from going beyond your fears is you can't unlearn it again. Um, there is no good or bad. We just we've just been conditioned to think that you know what I have the ability as well. Correct me if I'm wrong. And this is something that we were talking about earlier on. When you are in th- those low vibration. Um, feelings mm-hmm. if you can recognize them you have the the, avil- the ability within yourself to change that mm-hmm. to just change it with a thought <coughs> or with a with a walk or with a meditation or mm-hmm. with, with but with playing a song or listening to a song or moving or yeah. doing something and i think sometimes and i'm i'm not, I, I am generalizing but like mm. like you can only generalize from your experience you know um people people go deeper rather than coming out of it sometimes, mm. you know? Yeah. The, the, the pe- people will, go, they're slow to work on themselves, but they're great to give advice on oh how God, to do the yeah. right thing. Yeah. But if you stop giving advice or else start giving advice to yourself and following your own advice, yeah. you can come out of the darkest holes. Yeah. You know? I think what stops most people from doing anything that I talk about with the change in their life and is is the how overwhelming it feels that it's going to be so we yeah. what i do is i it's like i describe it like 12 pieces of lego anyone can put lego together and we start off with that first piece there's 12 blocks in total but the first block is just get clear on your goal and what i love about bob what he's taught me to do is never just work on the career never just work on the the life you know like it's it's all encompassing because it's all thoughts so if you work on your nutrition if your mindset isn't quite disciplined, you will find a way to, like I, I had a client actually in the acupuncture clinic and she said the X factor used to be on at the time and she'd keep a family size pack of Maltesers in the fridge and she could like instinctively, like you, you drove from Waterville here this morning and you don't remember every time you put in the clutch, changed the gears, put on the indicators, probably overtook a car. Like but once upon a time you were scared shitless driving a car. You do it subconsciously now, it's just programmed. This woman would go to the fridge, take out the bag and open each individual bag, scoffing all of them and then realize what she'd done after the fact. So she had to get clear in her mindset before she changed her nutrition. That woman is here. You got, you've changed so much. Um, so, um, when it comes down to can I choose a thought like that to me if I was listening to this podcast I'd be like okay but that's too far I can't but I that we do that about the fourth block because first of all I get them clear on what they want and what they really want and then I challenge them more and I email them back their goal and I say do you know this isn't jumping off the page at me and if it's not jumping off the page at me I can't imagine it's jumping off the page at you and I get my clients to you know actually sleep on it I get them to laminate their goal put it under their pillow I don't care if their husband or wife takes the piss. Just put it under your pillow. Put it under the mattress. But sleep on it. And when you wake up in the morning, I want you to get up and read it first thing. Because if you're checking your WhatsApp and your Sky News and everything else, you're, you've got this lovely, you know, the way they talk about windows of opportunity. Well, in the morning, we open up the windows, the curtains. In the nighttime, we close the windows and the curtains. At nighttime, when you're going to sleep, apart, you know, it's probably the longest thing that we do on a 24-hour period is sleeping. So I like to program my mind with my goal and then I sleep on it, and I dream it, and I visualize it, and I wake up with some good ideas, actually. But then when I wake up, I read it again. And that, just to get to that stage alone, I'd say to some clients, look, you've invested in working with me for six months. Don't tell any of the rest of them this, and they're probably listening to the podcast now, but don't tell any of the rest of them this. But that module alone, if you lost that goal, and you, you found it five years later, probably everything on it's going to have happened. The rest of it, 
that we do after the goal is changing the individual, changing their habitual patterns so that they're able to see, I have a, I have a dinner party now for Christmas and I want them all to come, but if they all come, then that fecker's coming too. That person who sucks the energy out of the room, who's always so mean to me. It doesn't matter who's there. It doesn't matter what you see in the media. It doesn't matter what you hear at the school gates. It's like you see a thought, like, you know, Neo in the Matrix, he stops the bullets with his hands and they fall. You grow those skills because you want to. Mm. But if you don't get clear on what you want, you'll, you'll let that stuff go straight into your heart, straight into your gut. You'll go to bed worried, wake up worried. You become, and you it'll really manifest in your body in ways that yeah. you're, you're, unha- you're unhappy with. And I, I'll tell you, we could talk all day long. Like, honestly, we, before we sat down, we were like, okay, we're going, this is going to be an hour now, and we're coming up to the hour, okay? But I definitely do want to do at least, at least another podcast with you on, I think we on, these, on these topics. And it, this is down to me and my tangents, you know? I, I have so but much no, to... Th- th- that's, <laughs> but your tangents are... This is, tangents are great, but I do... I, there's, I have two really quick things that I want to ask you before yeah. we go, right? And, I'm, and this is a very practical one. I want you to give me... So just... To, I'm going to forward on, right? Okay. You've, you've moved out... You've manifested your dream. The reason you've done that is going to be my last question, okay. right? But my second last question is, I'd like you to tell me what your morning routine is now compared to what your morning routine was 15 years ago Yeah. in general. I know you have a very strict morning routine now. Yeah. In general, 15 years ago, it could have been anything. Okay. Because so I do think morning is an important... You were talking about late at night and early in the yeah. morning. I think these are vital times of the day. Yeah, I get about seven hours done before midday, um, you know, and I've I've everything sorted. Like, I've lots done before midday. So five o'clock is a um, quick bit of... Five a.m. Uh, five a.m. is, um, what's that thing called? Um, some sort of um, a vitamin drink. You know, you put the, the tablets in the Baraka. water. Yeah, like that, uh, revive, revive okay. at the moment, right? Wim Hof, so about 15 minutes of breathing. I can hold my breath now for about three minutes. So I do the Wim Hof method in the morning. And that, that buzzes like deep in the core of my brain. You know, there's a, is it the, uh, the amygdala or whatever, but I, I feel it vibrating. And then I, I usually have about an hour before the, the little ones come up. We have uh, early risers here all around six to half six. Um, they get that from dad, which their mom is, is, is uh, delighted, delighted about. about. But I will be on the breakfast bar. They'll be here in the living room. And then I'll either read, I'll write out my goal con, or I'll write out my self-image statement of my, my, you know, my emotions, my energy, my strength, my confidence, my, my effectiveness. So I'll write out something about me for about one or two pages, or I'll re-read my goal and maybe edit it, take out some bits that have happened, put in new bits I want to happen, and then I listen to a lesson, a Bob Proctor lesson. So the program I teach the most is called Thinking Into Results. That's what changed my life. I actually, I suppose, one of the catalysts for that was that I invested to work with a coach. And then I got bitten by the bug of the whole thing when I was doing that. But I um, I don't ask my clients to do anything that I'm not prepared to do myself every day. So I, I study a lesson from either Thinking Into Results or another program called Lead the Field. Sometimes there's written work involved. There could be 10 or 15 questions that I must write out the answers to. The questions have never changed since 2015 when I purchased that program, but my answers have always changed. The questions I've changed and the questions are there. There's a limitless, limitless source of supply. Um, it's like going back into a, a, a fresh new lake every every few months where there's there's even more abundance um, to, to, to manifest if I want. But my wants have changed, my my needs have changed, my my wishes have changed because I have changed. My life is completely different. And every day I wake up, I go, right, how do I want it to be? Um, and that's it. And I, I think um, one thing I'd like to, to sum up with is, is this is probably my, a lot of people's favorite quotes, but uh, this is about mastering the art of living. And I think that's what 
I'm helping people to do with thoughts, you know. Um, the, a master in the art of living makes little distinction between his work and his play, his labor and his leisure, his mind and his body, his information and his recreation, his love and his religion. He hardly knows which is which. He simply pursues his vision of excellence at whatever he does, leaving others to decide whether he's working or playing. With him, he's always doing both. And, and that was Danny DeVito then, was it? Uh, that was Joe Pesci, actually. A lot of people mix them up. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay. It's like, a master in the art of living. <laughs> if you don't That's do it... That's beautiful, though. That yeah. is beautiful. And we, we were just talking about that. Like, if you can get up, and be time, by, by the time you go to bed and do whatever yeah. you want, you are a winner. Mm-hmm. You are a winner. And I suffice to say, I think a lot of people... Um, and everybody can do this, but I think... I, I, and I see this an awful lot. I, I think a lot of people are clogged in the archery of life. Mm. you know and they just need to believe in themselves a, a, a smidgen and that's why I'm going to come on to the, the last question because you're doing stuff that can help people that are in this in this situation mm-hmm. and these are this you're doing stu- this you were in this situation you were that you were the person that you helped 10 years ago yeah. you know living in the cottage with the kids with can't get a mortgage so tell me about your company mm. and what you do and how your company has afforded you this new world that you live in. It is quite, as I'm talking to you now, a load of, is that slate, is that Valencia slate that's coming yeah. in there, yeah. has just arrived in. The last time I was here, <coughs> the garden wasn't manicured. Yeah. We didn't have this patio out the front. It's quite a spectacular house, guys. It genuinely is. And it's like, what's the heating here? Is it all... So Underfloor. Underfloor heating. Yeah. And like, it's solar, is it solar? Is some solar uh, no, but the shed is going to be, I'm going to get 100% solar in my office. Um, so I'm building a studio outside uh, where that, so. I can do all my, I'll have good old help from Mr. Brian O'Connor, Brian O'Val. He'll be coming down to help me with like cameras and lighting. So I do a lot, like one of my goals now that I'm slowly working towards, I'll be honest, it's not on my list of priorities, but I do want to grow my followers on YouTube and all that to, to over a million in this year. Now I'm way, way behind because we're already in, in July, but I have no doubt in my mind once I make a decision, it could be one viral video and it goes off. And that's, that's the way it works. That's the way it works. That literally is the way it works. You but just keep throwing stuff until something sticks and then yeah. more stuff sticks. So the company um, started with myself in a Woody's, a Woody's shed, one of those kind of sheds, uh, shout out to Woody's, uh, out the side of, uh, uh, big future sponsors of the podcast, uh, out the side of my granny's cottage and uh, we put in a carpet, we insulated, we put in a PowerPoint and away we went. And I had my laptop there. I had a, a, an old whiteboard from um, um, Mr. Price, a whiteboard. I'm going to shout out Mr. Price future. <laughs> but I, I had a whiteboard and a black marker and I used to turn around. And you see, Con, I teach people like after a while, the way I look at it is the greatest gift I believe I give my clients is that people are listening to this now in their car and they're driving along. And if, I, if you and I went quiet for 30 seconds and I goes like, stop thinking, stop hearing that inner voice. They just you just can't. It's constantly going. So it's not that people have to learn. They just have to learn how to divert the thoughts to, you know, if, if you and me were going to Reardon's now back in the day above in Washington Street, they'd be like, no, no, sorry, no, lads, not tonight. Or else they'd say, come on in, lads. You, gotta, you, you develop these bouncers in the front of your mind and you don't let the shite in and you let in the good. You don't let the non-productive thoughts in, you let in the productive thoughts. You don't let in disempowering thoughts, you let in empowering thoughts. And you know, if you think of Mr. Miyagi and Daniel's son there back in the Karate Kid, he had to wax the cars first of all. Like our clients, that's the wax in the car, writing down your wants. Do that for a few weeks, get clear on it. Okay, now we'll bring you to the next level of your training. So I think, it, to sum it up, the greatest gift I give my clients is at the very, very beginning when I meet every one of them, regardless of how successful they are, the thoughts that are going into the subconscious 
it's like the we made you a coffee when you arrived here. The coffee dripped through a filter down. The water went into the, the ground beans and it dripped into a cup and made your coffee. Our thoughts are dripping into the subconscious and manifesting as reality. Bullshit that we've picked up from when we were a child, when somebody was mean to us, maybe a, 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 you know, a teacher kind of says, oh, you're never going to mount anything. Or somebody... Shout out to every single teacher <laughs> that, that ever taught me. <laughs> oh, stop. But anyway... Um, but the way I look at it is now I describe there's a line between the conscious and subconscious like I draw a circle and I put a line across the middle and the top half of the circle is the conscious mind so it's what we hear see smell taste touch and the lower half is the subconscious but that barrier in between that's very overlooked and the way I like to describe it is if you're inside in Cork City and one of your fine I mean it's world renowned uh, multi-story car parks in Cork I mean it's the multi-story car park capital of the world Cork City when you're driving around and you're going up through all the different levels up to level 3 and level 4 if you think about that huge big concrete barrier between each floor that holds up all those cars that's the t- that's I like to think that my clients have a mindset that is you're going to have to work hard to get to get shite into their heads that they don't want in there. You know, I'm happy that they get external results, grow their business, improve their relationships, improve their health and fi- all that. I just want them not just to have the fish to eat for a night, but to learn how to fish for life, you know, to learn how to block any crap that they don't want going in there. Because if it goes into the subconscious, it's like the it's like my garden, you know, I put put in potato seed, it grows, but if weed seeds went in there, they would grow as well. If the sh- if the crap is going into your subconscious, if you want to live one way, but you're allowing all these disempowering thoughts in, I'm sorry, it is going to be hard. Sorry enough going across you because I like the garden analogy and I did some I was talking about this on on my story the other day. Um Well, that's because you're robbing my information. Well, uh, yeah, cuz I have a time machine. Ah. I, I I went back in time after this podcast and, okay. and then did the story about four days ago. So I think actually maybe you are robbing myself. Maybe have you got a time machine as well? You don't know. Do you want to I'm speechless. <laughs> I'm speechless. But no, it is it is <laughs> yeah. it is a good analogy because like I'm I'm I've started really to love gardening in yeah. the last in lockdown this yeah. lockdown really because I've I've like now my gigs are coming back. Thanks be to God. Yeah, I've like six or seven gigs coming back now in the next couple of weeks, and it's brilliant. Yeah, I get about 50 gigs here now since I upgraded the modem. What do you mean? Like, you know, the internet. I, what's that? Gigs. Data. What's the internet? Huh? <laughs> the t- internet. <laughs> the Wright brothers. They invented oh, YouTube. It. YouTube. But you Book know what you were saying? You're, you're like, so I get extreme satisfaction from weeding. So you oh, I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> So I'll have a weed, <laughs> and then I'll go weeding. But you know, you're just and you have to to see those flowers growing in their beauty. Like yeah. you've got loads of weeds growing around them, it detracts from it. Yeah. And I think weeds are like problems. Like oh, yeah. you know, if you can, so you have to tend to your garden all the time. Correct. You have to tend the garden all the time. You mm-hmm. have to pluck those things because pe- people immediately expect. Oh, all right. Oh, law of attraction. Oh, yeah. I want to be yeah. a millionaire. Where, 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 I want to win the lottery. Where's, where, where? Like, how many tickets have you bought? Mm-hmm. Have you, have you been buying a ticket every day for the last? 50 weeks you yeah. know, chances will increase exponentially um but that like i, I it's just i just felt I, the need to say that because you, you use that analogy and i do think that a, a garden the, our minds are gardens yeah and what you put in and how you fertilize them and how you deal with your own mind is so important mm. and most people don't do any self-work and i mm. think they're you have, d- yeah, you have yeah. to yeah it's you're never not thinking so they are doing the work like people would say they're not persistent but they're persistently 
doing stuff that they don't want to do you know um today now my second lesson in the five-day masterclass i'm going they're going to be writing out like there's two paragraphs at the beginning it's all just blank uh, and i'm going to get them to write out that i know there is stuff that i did today that i didn't want to do i knew i shouldn't have done it but i did it anyway like you know those extra couple of biscuits after the coffee or the, the third coffee i should only have one you know and i also know there's things i really wanted to do today like i looked it was a high tide at eight and i was like will i want i will i want it and i didn't swim and i kind of regret i didn't go for a quick dip it's very good for me i just think of that long but you know the builders had arrived and i was like oh, i don't want to see you know going down like what's, what's your man at he's going down you know these things yeah. still go through my mind a bit it's like i'll go later on when they're gone and but i think that's really great that you're able to say that because the, 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 learn, the learning never stops and the reprogramming or whatever way you want to do, we're all flawed. Like, yeah. And as you're right, we're never off because if you're not thinking, if you're not focusing your attention, your attention is focused elsewhere anyway. Yeah. Um, look. Oh, listen, I, I had a, I don't care. You, I, I am grateful for very difficult times in my life that have happened and, you know, I love that in our company we help people with when they're when they're living with an inspiration they want to do something different i learned how to become an acupuncturist because of seven years of feckin back pain and i learned how to change my life from desperation you know when i i came home one evening to the cottage and junie was like she's just the most amazing woman but everyone eventually breaks down and it was just living in this house and every birthday there's seven big plastic gifts coming in from the nanas and the granddads and the aunties We'd, we were, the, the cottage was swamped. Like, we just didn't know where to go. And eventually, like, and the, the kids, you know, every, every meal is a mess. And then they're bringing stuff in out of the backyard. And, and, you know, like, we're very, we don't like the devices and the TVs too much. It's like out and play and create. And, you know, like Kevin Bridges says, like, get a golf club and chop up a dandelion for Christ's sake, you know. <laughs> so we're like that. But they're bringing shite in with them then. But eventually she was just like, I can't do it anymore. And these are certain catalysts that go, right, I've got to change this. So... I have created a company which helps people to not have to be in desperation to change their life, but to be inspired. And that's who I attract, my clients. On the 7th of January, two years ago, I wrote out a client script, and I've kept it going ever since. Um, we we welcome people into our academy who are very successful, but they, they know there's more to them, and they want to get to the next level. They collaborate together. They share ideas. They're they're creators. They're, they're disciplined. They're hardworking. They're focused. Um, and, you know, it's gone from being just myself to being myself and one of my clients called Laura. She's like the, the cornerstone of the whole company. And then um, some of my clients from throughout lockdown actually became my first kind of sales team. Um, they're from a variety of backgrounds. And then around the May weekend this year, I did a presentation to the 130 people in the academy. And I says, look, we're expanding our team. We're opening 12 new positions. And overnight, I had like 24 applications. So, um, we, we, you know, so we're growing our company. Can, um, can, you, can you just yep. give... Give me the details if people wanted to follow you, find out more. Yeah, I think the first thing people should do is to do, do an old test drive. I would recommend they go to Thoughts Become Things on Facebook page. It says Thoughts Become Things with Declan O'Donoghue or look at my Instagram, uh, Declan Mindset, and just have a little look, see if I resonate with you. Um, I might not and I might and that's okay That's okay too, you know. But have a little look around, see if it makes sense. And if it, if it kind of does, then you can start asking questions like, can I talk to one of you guys about my story and how can you help me? And, the, and I the, do, I, you know, mm. uh, sorry enough for across to you, because like, I, as I said, I have come in and, 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 and actively yep. watch, and sometimes I've looked at your lives, and I've even come in and commented as you're going yeah. live, and you, you, you have a, is it success advisors? Correct, yeah. And yep. then uh, once you're in and you're watching, someone will contact you and say, yep. look, do you want to find out a little bit more about this? Yep. So it's, it is, it is completely 
free until mm. you want to go down a little bit further mm-hmm. and like anything else obviously you're, you're you know you, you you're going to have to pay for pay for it but it is i, c- I cannot stress enough how great it is as mm. an introduction oh it yeah it really is and like if you want to go further i would say yeah. look no further that's yeah. what i would say oh, yeah yeah cheers. um well i, I like I, what i like about it is i believe there's a massive gap in this country for like the ireland irish people and people people who live here and make ireland their home i think we all kind of vibrate on one uh, harmonious level of we just hate bullshit and we hate the, the you know we're I, I think it's great like we're we are uh, our ears and eyes and noses are open to the scam and what i love about this is every single one of my clients uh, my team i should say excuse me <clears throat> they treat people the way i want to be treated the way i would like my three kids to be treated by professionals as they grow up and they're told look this is these are the rates this is what you do do it or don't do it there's no um Oh, you're just scared now, and you're you know yeah. like we we nurture people. Can yeah. I didn't have a bob, and there's a gentleman in Arizona called Arash. He's Bob's right hand man. You had, the, you had a bob, but you didn't. Have a bob. <laughs> I didn't have a bob. Yeah, <laughs> so Arash works with Bob, and he he was making hundreds and hundreds of thousands of a year, and I couldn't relate to the guy, but he 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 related to me a lot. He got on a call with June, and he wanted to know more about me, and he says I'm going to help you. Eighteen months, he kept in touch with me, and he knew he wasn't going to get any kind of an investment, and eventually. I had to go to the old Cars Living Credit Union and I had to go to the old MasterCard, uh, future sponsors of the podcast. And yeah, I pulled together a few grand and I said, let's do it. And that year, I used to make about 35 to 40 grand out of the clinic. And that year, uh, it was from, I started in mid-January to do the stuff that my clients do now as a client of Bob's. And by, I think it was about halfway through July when I started going, getting my mortgage applications ready because that was part of my goal that by December 1st that year, we'd have our mortgage uh, completed i went back um to the bank and they were like oh sorry you just have one year of books and they're really good but you got to do two more years and i i was like nah sorry uh, that's not happening so i kept negotiating with them and they kept going to head office and they were like there are parameters especially because of the part we all partied con we all partied I'm, you know i'm still a big party oh we all partied and we all caused the collapse not the bankers uh, and the government we all caused it but anyway because of those parameters then they said, no, it's going to have to be two more years. I was like, I'm not fucking waiting two more years. So I asked for my file back from the bank, and I had the file in the passenger seat, and I was driving down, and there's um, a truck that goes through Carsevine a couple of times a day with loads of logs, and they were going through, and I had to pull in just to let him in. And I pulled in, and then the sun was shining in my eyes, and I pulled down the visor, and I saw... Um, a good waterfall man there. He's got a, a, a EBS office. Dennis DeWire is his name. He started out our mortgage as well. He's a good man. He is a good man. He's a good, great footballer. <laughs> but uh, honestly, one of the nicest chaps you'll ever meet. And I went in. I pulled over and I was kind of half pulled in to let the logs go by. And then I drove in the rest of the way and I kind of went in. I says, come here. Uh, would you have a look at my work? He said, I'd love to have a look at it for you. And subsequently, I think the funds actually came through one of the banks that said no. You know, it's a weird situation. But we be- we got a mortgage. We got stress tested everything was affordable and off we went and that's that's one of my best law of attraction stories i've got more for your next podcast yeah. that we do together but i i like the next one to i suppose not be as uh too many tangents like i had today but i'd love to give examples of how it works like uh, and uh, and definitely and i i, I want to talk about all the laws of the universe as mm. well because like i mean the law of attraction is a great one to start off with because it is in people's zeitgeist mm. but there are so many laws of the universe and i know you're well versed in them mm-hmm. um i'm 
I'm fairly knowledgeable myself, but I'd say you're possibly maybe one and a half percent more knowledgeable. So we, you know, I can. I'm only scratching. On I'm only scratching the surface, and that's what I say. Bob, Bob has gone from being a 26-year-old alcoholic fireman in the in the 60s in in Canada, to being one of the leaders in personal development. And I was on a call with him yesterday with another gentleman called Price Pritchett, who wrote an extremely amazing book called uh, U Squared. And to see these two powerhouses chatting about it, they both admit that they're barely scratching the surface of their yeah. potential. And I think that is very inspiring. I think that is actually really inspiring mm. because once you kind of realize that you know there's no end no there is no end the level has never stopped no you know you had a dream you, you had a dream to be where you are now have you stopped dreaming no. oh no it's just become different dreams yeah you know and as you said right at the start you just have to find out what your next dream is and put yeah. your attention on it yeah i'm going to finish up before i go i want you to give me your last time just give me your your social media deets okay. last time because I, w I i genuinely if you're listening to this podcast and there is a good listenership please check out declan because you know you might be stuck in a rut you might uh you might not be stuck in a rut but you might want to achieve a goal um and you might not know how to achieve that goal declan's your man get on mm. to declan he is your man he will help you find a way and that's yeah. very important well as, as Khan said at the beginning and he said I was the king right so maybe you're caught uh -huh. in a trap and maybe you can't get out uh, you because know, I love you too, too much, much baby yeah. um, so my my, my I like cheeseburgers except vegetarian my, my handle isn't it that what they call it on handle. the old insta, insta book hashtag handle hashtag handle it's Declan underscore mindset Declan, Declan underscore, underscore mindset. mindset. Is that Instagram? Yeah. Okay. And then Facebook, I would just recommend the group. So thoughts become things with Declan O'Donoghue. Thoughts become things with thoughts Declan Thoughts become O'Donoghue. things. You type that in. And when you type that in, you're going to have to answer a few kind of qualifying questions. But one of my team then will contact you because they we automatically, each person that joins gets attached to a success advisor and they just, you know, they'll send you workbooks if you need them. They'll liaise with you, arrange calls, whatever you need at whatever stage you're at. <clears throat> you might be able to do anything financially. Grand, we'll help you as much as we can and eventually people do look you can you can i can run over and back that lawn con but i go to i don't know if it's a friend of yours danny um danny sullivan or alan devan or any of these kind of personal trainers you'll go to them to get the real deal you know like you can train by yourself and run the beach but i invest with them to to get to the next level that's what we do and eventually you don't we don't say oh it doesn't work i'd be lying if i said it doesn't work without having in, invested in someone else but that's been my experience you know of course you can of course you can do it without a coach or a, a community but people like that extra support um that type of thing you know okay before we go, I want to do. Um, I want to just shout out, rate, review, and subscribe to my podcast as well. All right, because mm -hmm. listen, you're listening away there now. Please <laughs> rate, review, and subscribe to me because I love you. You know, and like if you'd love me, you'd do that. <laughs> um, I want to do. I was going to do this right at the start, but we just and, and I wrote this down as well at the start when you said you got that phone um, that phone call from your man saying the aquapuncturist, the lumbar puncture. Um, is the lumbar puncture said, good? Did someone say aquapuncture? Oh, that was the that was the uh, when we were applying for the mortgage. They were like, like June has a teaching salary ten years, and all that. But it's just with the aquapuncture, and I was like, right. <laughs> and like, I just thought it was interesting because um, you know you are surrounded by water, and you uh -huh. are still healing. Like you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. So he was right, but he didn't know he was right. Kind of vibe. I'm going to do this word association game with you. I'm going to give you a word, okay? And right. the first word that pops into your head. Um, is what I want back. And we're going to finish with this. Okay. Um, so as I am talking, the music is going to be playing out in the credits. And I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven words. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. First word that comes into your mind, Declan. Bridge. Over troubled water. Rain. Is blissful. 
Potato. Comfort. Water. Life. Family. Everything. Bob. Gosh. One word. Um, oh, what's the word? Auth- authentic. Valencia. Mystical. Affirmations. Vital. Land. Rent, uh, not rented. Um. Hmm. Grounding. Ambition. Equal to blood. And this is the last one. June. Gratitude. Ladies and gentlemen, please tune in next week for another episode of Conversations with Cornelius. Declan, it was my pleasure to talk oh, to you mine today. Mine too. Mine too. Looking Peace forward to love. the next one.